Hey, it's Living Cola. Welcome to Casualty of Love's Apologies. Each week, I'll be reading chapters from my book, C-O-L-A. This podcast is rated R for Relatable. What I found when writing was how freeing it allowed me to be. My prayer is that as you listen to this story, you will find your own peace and freedom. It may be a bumpy ride, but we'll get through this together. It starts right now. Chapter 50 Evolve Love is to be sincere and active. The real thing without guile and hypocrisy. Hate what is evil. Detest all ungodliness. Do not tolerate wickedness. Hold on tightly to what is good. Romans 12 9 My summer was hella fun. But something was missing. He was missing. What is love? If not to be loved from the depths of your soul. I couldn't let go. The undercurrents of his love haunted my very being. And every time I was rejected, I pulled closer to him. By now, I was jaded. But I needed his love more than anything. He had been working hard to show me how much he was changing for me. He wanted to be a better man, one that I could be proud of. His love hurt, but it also sustained me. How could I say no? He never missed a birthday or anniversary, kept his distance, but always let me know he was there. He would call me whenever I was in the midst of turmoil. It was like he knew in his spirit I needed help. And he reached out, no matter what. It didn't matter how many times I told him, leave me alone, or I changed my number. He pursued me relentlessly, always letting me know that I was his one and only from the first day we spoke. He knew how to calm me. By now, we had grown a few years together. Still, I hadn't met up, and yet he knew me better than anyone else around me. Was this real? Besides being on the phone constantly, we would have movie dates where one of us would pick a movie and we would both watch it at the same time. I loved our movie dates. One of those dates, we watched this movie that completely blew our minds. Have you seen the movie The Adjustment Bureau? Well, I lived a life very similar to what was depicted in that movie. Every time we planned to meet, we would constantly be missing each other by mere minutes at a time. For those who haven't seen The Adjustment Bureau, let me give you a quick synopsis. Basically, there are these two angels who are responsible for keeping people on their designed schedule. Each angel or man in the hat is assigned a caseload of people who he was responsible to keep tabs on. At times, they would either allow people to spill coffee or misplace keys in order to uh, delay them from something good or divert them from a crisis. In this story, a man and woman meet by chance when the man in the hat made a mistake and didn't create the proper diversion at the exact moment that was needed. This, in turn, allowed two people to cross paths who never would have met any other way. Make sense? Romeo 
and I have no clue how we ended up on each other's MSN list. We met by chance. As you keep following this whole movie, you begin to see how these two people go through the motions of the adjustments. The man in the story falls in love at first sight and spends his time trying to figure out why the man in the hat won't allow them to be together. The girl is completely oblivious of the angles, but of the angels, sorry, but she also finds herself deeply connected to this man after their initial visit. The man tries everything in his power to make this relationship work, but the angels block his many attempts, making him look uninterested or a complete jerk to this mystery woman who doesn't even know what's going on behind the scenes. For example, when the man would try to call her, they would block the signal. Even if he did find her at an appointment, all of a sudden the appointment would be rescheduled. After multiple attempts, he is finally offered two choices. Either he stay with her and risk both their careers for mediocre jobs, or he stay away from her in order for them to both reach their full potential. It came down to love or destiny. Which was more important? In the end, love won. It was like someone had been following our relationship and wrote a story about it. It made no sense to me, but felt eerily familiar, hoping that at some point in our journey, love would win as well. People around me thought that because I hadn't met him in person that it was not a real relationship, yet it was the realest relationship I'd ever had. I didn't need to question if he liked me, wanted me, needed me. I needed him. He was the only man KK had any type of relationship with, and I didn't want that to end. KK obviously never had a physical relationship, but they talked. His dedication to KK and to me was admirable. I couldn't ignore my attraction for the man he was trying to be, even if he had broken me. I was no angel either. When I reevaluated the situation between us, I realized I had my own wrongs. Since I knew Romeo wasn't physically present, I took advantage of the situation. I would lie about where I went. When I knew I was going to see another guy behind his back, one relationship in particular I used as my rebound nigga. He was a cute little nerd, but whenever Romeo pissed me off, I called that dude up just to get back to him, back at him. I got sloppy one day and got caught when he asked me. I couldn't lie to him. But the sound of his voice, the pain in his voice when he found out made me feel like shit. Even though he deserved everything based on how he disrespected me, two wrongs didn't make it right. There's a song by Tank called Maybe I Deserve. That was a heavy track back in the days. And my man used to play this song on repeat and sing to himself. The song was something like this. Maybe I deserve for you to go out and find some other guy. Maybe I deserve for you to stay out with him all night. Maybe I deserve for you to do all the things I did to you. Maybe I deserve. Oh, yeah. Maybe I deserve for you to put on a sexy dress. For me to ask you who the hell are you trying to impress. For you to laugh it off like it ain't nothing. I know it's something. Maybe. Just maybe. To sit at home and wonder where you are.
Is he kissing you, touching you, holding you? What? To take a drink and help ease my mind. I want to be mad after all those times. For me to ask you where you been. For you to say, I better stop tripping. To grab your neck until you let me know. For you to run crying, crying out the door. To grab my coat and chase you down the street. To say it ain't you is my own insecurity. For you to say, yes, I cheated on you. I won't care, because after all I put you through, maybe I deserve. I deserve, yeah, 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 to be mistreated sometimes, to even be lied to sometimes. Maybe you should just go cheat on me. That's how the song goes. (laughs) It wasn't entertaining in the least to be the cause of his pain. I gained nothing from hurting him. I could have been better had I just left him alone completely, knowing that I couldn't trust him. What I did instead was I strung him along for the ride while I ran games on other men, allowing them to plunge deep into my body while disregarding my heart, hoping I'd find someone better. But did they ever love me? During that time that we had taken a break from each other, there was a lot of changes. Once we both figured out what was important, neither wanted to let go. His love was my syringe. His pain was my drug. It ran through my body like an endless supply, causing me to fall time and time again. He would say, didn't I tell you you wouldn't find nobody like me? No other man is going to treat you like I do. And he was right. I hadn't found anyone to treat me better. So we had to come to a place of understanding. I could see the changes he was making and wanted more than anything to make it work. Every time I wanted to say yes, I remembered him cheating. We tried being friends, but even that had problems. His past wouldn't leave him alone. I started getting uh, text messages from different girls saying that he was still up to no good. One girl named Wheezy texted me to say that she had just hooked up with my man. Funny. How did she get my number? Not one to waste. I asked him, what the fuck? This is how you trying to win me back? He denied it, by the, but by the next day, she texted me back saying, Romeo had beat her up for lying. I'm thinking, guess she shouldn't have lied. But why the hell he put her hands on her? That ain't cool. Yo, don't be putting hands on no no female. I don't care if she lying. I don't like it, and I don't accept it. If you're going to be with me, you're going to have to cut that shit out. Seriously. He says, okay, I promise. His first baby mom was another chick I had issues with. I hated this woman. She didn't respect no boundaries between us. He went over to her house to check up on the kids, and I guess he fell asleep, and the heifer felt like stirring up trouble, so she took his phone and started texting me some bullshit about, your man is here laid up in bed with me. He wants me, not you. I'm the one who he has kids with. She was really trying me on some next level. I rang down his phone till he answered. Where the fuck are you? What, what the hell? What the hell, Romeo? Hello? Don't play games with me. Don't act like you sleeping. Why you get that bitch your phone and have her text me some bullshit? 
what are you talking about, baby? Calm down. Don't fucking tell me to calm down. Ask that dirty hoe why she texted my phone. There's no text in my phone. Oh, oh no? So I'm a liar. Fuck you then. Whoa, why are you swearing at me? I didn't say you were lying. Alright, let me take a picture of the messages right here and show you. The dumb bitch been texting off my phone. You get him? Yeah, hold on. She should have just left things alone. Once he figured out that she was what she was doing, he beat her up. I don't condone what he did, even though she was sneaky. I know he had a temper, but damn, violence was never the answer. At least not with me. As much as it wasn't me getting beat, it very well could have been. Deep down, I felt like he would never hit me, though. I was the only person who was able to calm him once he got mad. When it wasn't crazy girls trying to hit me up, then it was his phone ringing at all times of the night. It became a game. I accused, he denied, then I cried, and he promised it was done. But how do I forgive enough to move forward? Hey, I'm Paula. Thank you so much for listening. It's truly been a blessing. You can find copies of this book at livingcola.com. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. Please join me next week as I continue to read chapters from Casualty of Love's Apologies.